0: Usim podcast. Let me introduce myself as a, a retired professor from University Kebangsaan all the way for the last 46 years and the last 2 years as a, a honorary professor thanks to UKM and also as visiting professor uh, Usim for the last uh, 1 year. What is the topic of interest that is to the community as well as globally in terms of the food that we eat? Of course, the most important item in a food system to me is the protein. The protein that we talk about locally or simply is in the industry of meat and meat product. Meat must be understood to include beef, chicken, mutton, lamb, fish, seafood, pork, halal, non-halal, of course, we should know that by now. So, protein food seems to be a major component in our satiety when we eat or when we go out for food or when we attend ceremony like wedding, anniversary, birthday, the main item that is always on hand and on display by the caterer will be the meat-based item. Now why is this important? It is a natural crave for men. Many of you may not know, we, men, men meet men and women, Human, we are carnivorous in nature. Carnivorous meaning we seek satiety with the flavor, the bite, the texture of meat. Coming close to our community, the Malay community, or the Indian Muslim community, or even the Muslim community at large globally, Middle East, as well as from down, uh, from Middle East to... Pakistan, India, Iran, Iraq, and down to Malaysia and Indonesia, where many of the Muslim population is concentrated. There is a major consideration for meat intake. Now, this comes from a simple belief that all food, especially the meat, including the meat, must be halal. In terms of halal, I will not go very much further into the fact that all food, all meat item, all animal, land or sea, slaughtered or harvested, must be halal, and we have very clear cut. Without going to go through a lot of things, Malaysia have developed a system under our Prime Minister's Department, the Religious Department under PM, and it is strongly named as Jakim. So, with Jakim holding the halal uh, authority and inspection and auditing, this is backed by the whole world in terms of halal, the question of eating anything, including meat, must adhere to the rules regulations and the standards and specification that has been well established by Malaysia in fact we form Malaysia is uh, a shining star in terms of uh, pioneering the halal status of food in particular meat with the help of the veterinary department and the ministry of health of Malaysia many years ago I want to go straight now to the subject of uh, meat meat product and processed meat and some of the controversy that has come about over the last few years with regards to the production of synthetic meat product, the production of artificial meat product, the production of in vitro system meat product. The production of so-called lab meat. The production of so-called meat analog. The production of meat isolate. There are so many terms being used. Basically, you can talk about meat coming from the halal animal sources. Or you can talk about meat coming from the non-halal sources. So, we Muslims are very clear about this. The basic tenets of food science is it should be clean, it should be safe, and it should be free from what we call undesirable factors that have been clearly laid out in our halal system that is uh, documented uh, through many of our uh, standards and specification done in cooperation with SIRIM, Ministry of Health, and JAKIM. Okay, our halal division of the Prime Minister's industry. I would like to go back to 1970. This is important if you want to understand the industry of meat and meat products. Why I pick up 1970 is the time when I graduated from University Malaysia. At that time it was College of Agriculture, Malaysia. Huh? And uh, I was interested in meat science, and then I managed uh, to get uh, a Mara scholarship in 1972 to proceed to Lincoln, Nebraska to study animal science. And that's the beginning of uh, meat science to me. You can calculate from 1972 until 2022. Here, we're, here we are. And I'm glad I'm here with Usim Podcast to tell you something about art. I think I have enough experience, okay? I want to repeat one thing. Former Jakim Director General Dr. Zulkifli Al-Bakri have made it very clear in terms of the status of halal. That means whatever we are going to develop or make into food product with meat or without meat with vegetable from plant or animals must be halal. Full stop. Halal and Toyba, all the tenets and the specifications are all very clear. Now, in 1973-74 in Lincoln, Nebraska, Nebraska is one of the biggest university in agriculture science and with a strong background in animal science. In fact, the strength was on beef and lamb and pork. It is a meat-based uh, uh, country along with the plants of corn and wheat along with it. So, I had a very good chance and exposure to the pork and the beef and lamb and the chicken industry also. So, in 1970, actually, what I'm going to talk to you later about meat culture, lab meat culture, actually, is nothing very new to me. Okay? I will begin by saying we went for a field trip, like how Usim and the lecturer will bring the students for a field trip. We went to a state called Missouri, and in Missouri, we went to Kansas City, and in Kansas City, we were lucky to visit the first soya protein international company that produced soya protein. Not one, not two, but many types of soya protein. To wrap it up, that was the first site of non-meat protein that was used to develop meat analog. I repeat the word, meat analog. Meat analog is, there is no meat, but it is similar in structure in taste, texture and overall acceptability as a meat product. i give you an example in 1975-76 exhibition in Singapore, Food Hotel Asia, one of the few that uh, I attended when I came back. We already see the American Soybean Association displaying luncheon meat. What is luncheon meat? Luncheon meat that is 100% made out of soy protein isolate, combined with soy protein concentrate, combined with all the flavor that you want, and outcome chunks of meat that have been produced through a simple technology of emulsion, a simple technology of adding the right amount of protein, with the right amount of fat and the right amount of water plus the flavor. Remember, this is the original non-meat food-based product that came out. And I was surprised, I jotted down here, that it tasted really like chicken salami. And if you say it's chicken bologna, it tasted like chicken bologna. And if it is pepperoni, It tasted like sausage that is pepperoni. And what is it new? It is 100% vegetable protein. It is meat analog. It is called meat alternative. It is called meat simulate. And that was in 1975. So, is it anything new? Of course, the American Soybean Association made it to be new because they knew that the Chinese from China and the Eastern food uh, people are already doing something equivalent but not using soya protein. What are they using? They were using konjac, they were using gum, alginates coupled with our tapioca and other local sago flour and they make what is called the vegetarian food-based protein. In the 70s and 80s, there were quite a lot of vegetarian restaurants, especially in the Chinese-dominated area of Penang, Kuala Lumpur, Bipo, and Johor. And it is halal because it is made from completely plant protein and with all the food additive, and the food flavor that has questionable halal status, but it was never a problem at that time. I'm talking about the non existence of bodies like Jakim. So, this is one of the insights into the development of meat type of food, but not from the animal, okay? Why, why, why is this being in, uh, being uh, questions? And until now, this is the reason: the use of so many food additives to make that piece of meat that is made from chickpea or that is made from plant protein taste and bite like meat. Why? Why is the craze? You want to eat, you don't want to eat meat, and yet you want to have the flavor of meat. You want to have it taste and bite like meat. This is back to the carnivorous nature of man. Man is carnivorous in nature, and his satiety is fulfilled with steaks, hamburgers, hot dogs, lamb, chicken, KFC, McDonald's, Burger King, Nando's, and many others that I'm going to elaborate. Now, I'm going now from 1970 to 80 with a background of that is already vegetarian type of food by the Chinese community at large. And then come the Japanese and Korean picking up uh, the so-called meat analog in the form of uh, many Japanese food that you see in Japanese restaurant that are soya base. based, okay? Take note of that. Although they also have fish from where we have the surimi and then we have the gel-like things of sushi, shikuwa, sashimi, That is also meat-based, although it's fish. Don't forget that. It is still protein, okay? So, the scenario in 1970 to 1980 has brought me to this seminar or this uh, podcast here to go further to find out what is it that is the big hoo-ha now in the year 2021 or 2020, in fact. Yusim Podcast Podcast